And hello, everybody. Welcome to SEN Afterlife. I am Jay Wade. And I'm Kaylin. And holy shit, fuck Batman, have we got one today? <laughs> That's right, guys. We are now on episode number four of this SEN Live After Show. And uh, joining us once again, our producer and the founder and creator and, and the owner of Burke with the Movie Blog, the guy who puts all this stuff out for you guys and lets us have fun here. Josh the Merc Rainer. Welcome back, buddy. What's up? Hey, thanks for having me. Oh yeah, man. Anytime, dude. Anytime at all. It's such a pleasure. This is this is gonna be a this is gonna be a nice tight episode. It was a, it was a short week this week on SEN Live with the holiday coming up here tomorrow, um, which would be Thanksgiving, obviously. Um any uh Canada, I can't remember when they celebrate Thanksgiving. So you Canadian folks, sorry, you're just screwed with yeah, no holiday, sure but you don't October. get any good shows from SEN Live this the, the rest of the week. <laughs> um but uh but we will go ahead and plug real quick that Christian does have the uh Mandalorian review. So if this happens to drop before then, check that out Friday. Um so we're going to get into some stuff here, but before we do, um, we just want to bring up, uh, we found out today on SCN Live that uh, someone in the fandom here, um, Emma McAllister, a.k.a. Dollface, from the Movie Trivia Fan Leagues, um, she passed away Monday. Um, it's really sad to hear. I, I'm, I've, I've never seen any of her matches, but I am absolutely familiar with who she is. Um and and this was a hard hit for the entire fandom for for Christian and, and uh, for action industries as well. Um, it was just it was sad to hear, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, for sure. And I'm sure we're all thinking about her family right now, and just you know, very very um, saddened by this. You know, it it we lost one of our own. Yeah, and and for those of you out there who kind of wanna wanna do a little bit something extra, uh, the action industries—they're actually going to be doing a live stream this Sunday at uh, 7 p.m. All the profits will be donated to Emma's family, so definitely go uh, and check that out uh, over at the action industries. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, prayers and sympathy going out to uh, to her family for sure, and uh, we we will dedicate this episode of SE and After Live to uh, to you, Emma. Uh, well, guys, let's let's get into some Schmodown talk here. Uh, speaking of the fan leagues and Schmodown, which is a huge part of the SEN network, and uh, we've got the round two of the tournament, uh, the team tournament started last Friday. Uh, that was Crimson Fury and who's the and, boss? Yep. Um, I, I I I was thinking when that match started, I was like, man, how great would it be if they came out to the Who's the Boss theme song? <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Because it's like the odd couple. They come out to the odd couple theme. I would absolutely yeah. love it if they did that. Yeah. And I, I was also thinking, I was like, okay, who's the boss? Obviously, been the boss Bateman. But how does that figure in for Riley? And how did that conversation go with Riley when it came to naming that team? I mean, I'm Riley comes off like he's really laid back, and he I'm sure he he probably didn't have an issue with it. But you know, uh, who's the boss? So does that mean that uh, that that Yodi is who's? 
<laughs> See, that's a question. Like, if I had honestly, I hadn't thought about that. If, if I had thought about that, I would have totally uh, asked that during uh, the Schmodown backstage that they did, because mm. Ben was on that, and I would have totally asked that question. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was sitting there like, man, because you know, all the other teams, there's a good, seems to be a good combination of the two. Um, yeah, like uh, Time Machine. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Wild berries. Perfect. Yep. But uh yeah, that was a hell of a match. That was a hell of a way to kick off the uh kick off the tournament. Um what do you take away from that match, uh Josh? Uh what I, the thing I took away from this match is that you don't want to sleep on uh Stacy Howard. No matter what, no matter you know, the fact that she's kind of a, a 50-50 player, she can pull she's out some crazy stuff. What? Uh, I said she's kind of bony. Oh my gosh! <laughs> see, see, for all you out there listening, it's always Kaylin starting it. Just no, saying. that was just like I was just imagining mm-hmm. like she wouldn't make a good bed. Yep, there it is. See, guys, Christian, this is my point that I tried to make. Okay, that was so, not sexual or perverted. That was just no, it's not. But it, it but it's enough to show what's really going on around here. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to have to talk to Pookie, have him put a muzzle on you. <laughs> Excuse you! I'm kidding, oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, oh. I'm kidding. Don't make me me to you. I meant to say leash, but muzzle oh. came out, and so it sounded a little worse with the muzzle. My bad, that's I mean... not any better. I am my well, own independent woman, thank you well, yeah, very much, Yeah, that's cool, but you know, with a muzzle, you wouldn't so be able to cool. talk, and I would never do that to anyone. But if it were a leash, then you could still talk, you. but he could just jerk I'm on it a couple you. times. <laughs> Let's see. How oh, do man. I mute you? We're only like a few minutes into this. It's going off. I know. I don't even know what the hell's going on. Um, (laughs) You're the one doing this. I did. Back to the schmodown. Yes. uh, Thank you very much, Josh. (laughs) At least you and I know what's going on here in reality. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, But yeah, this match. I mean, it it was it was real good. The first that first round, they were so close during that first round. And Crimson Fury, they were they were in the lead coming out. They're up two points at the end of this round. So it's like. After that first match that they had, where they were freaking busted my bracket, that's the only match in round one that I got wrong. And after that, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna underestimate them. Uh, and and when you come out of round one, they're two points ahead. It's like maybe they could take this. And then you see who's the boss just destroy their round two, getting all the, every single question right without multiple choice, and then. The Crimson Fury goes up, and everything that happens there just kind of went off the rails for them. When uh, Stacy breaks the wheel, yeah, that yeah. was yeah. great. Oh, I yeah. forgot that Stacy broke the wheel. We finally figured out who broke the wheel. So, yeah. are we going to call her Danny now? <laughs> <laughs> what? Game of Thrones, Daenerys. She was always going on about breaking the what? wheel. Hey, Do you Thrones. not watch Game of Thrones? I, I don't okay. know. What? I guess I guess you don't watch Game of Thrones. All right. So anyway, what? Back in that was a this. great dude. That was a really good oh, throwback I uh, reference so I to can't Game hear of Thrones. Him. What? Did she say she muted me? <laughs> I think so. Eh, that's all right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was that was a really good match though, and it, it was a good way to kick off the tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, round one had some really had a couple of really great matches in it, but this is definitely round two is definitely shaping up well. Um, especially that the the family in Paddington too. Holy shit, dude! Oh yeah, wow. I mean, Kaylin was blowing me up when that was on. She was watching it going, are you, is anybody watching this? And I'm like, <laughs> is it on YouTube yet? Because as soon as it is, I will be. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of it, Kaylin? Um, of, uh, yeah, it was pretty darn interesting there at the end. But what's even more interesting is the fact that somebody freaking spoiled it on Facebook before I ever even got to watch oh. it. So I already knew what was going to happen. So that was annoying as poop. And um, that's like when David B. spoiled the Kalinowski match for me a, a, a few months ago. Yeah. Well, this and look, the poor person <laughs> who uh, actually made the post, she didn't spoil anything. And then other people started commenting on it and were spoiling the crap out of it. So I made a comment that said, this spoiled it for me. And she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, you didn't do it. These right, other right. stupid people did it. Also, Man. Jay Wade, I had you muted for a little while there, so uh, I didn't hear anything you said for a good two minutes. Wait a minute, so, you seriously did figure out how to mute me? I did. I muted you. And are so you what, fucking for real? What would happen was I'd hear a pause, and then I'd hear Josh respond to nothing, <laughs> and. So I heard him laugh, and then I heard him say, "I guess you don't watch Game of Thrones," and I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Did yep. you watch Game of Thrones? Of course. I still watch Game of Thrones. You missed a great fucking reference that I used then. You missed it, Kaylin. It was good, wasn't it, Josh? It was great. I had Man. to punish you. <laughs> so you just All right. Yourself. I was hoping it would mute him, like, completely. It only muted him for me, though. she's trying to mute me for everybody that's great (laughs) i was i was trying to mute you out the show all right all right um yeah that uh that dude yeah the family in paddington too i was loving that match so much and i've never been familiar with the with the uh I've seen you know a couple Paddington two matches but i've i've never been familiar with who those folks are that are on that team but yeah, at the end there, how that ended, and and they challenged it on their own win. They challenged their own win, dude. Yeah, that's something that's, that's never been. I happened. mean, yeah, like Guy said, dude, that is that is great sportsmanship. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I I gotta say, I I don't think I would have done that, but I bravo to Matt Atchity for doing that. You know, yeah, for sure. Wild. Thing is, now, though, I mean, if you, you know, obviously, if you guys listen or listen to the SCN Live, Christian talks about this yeah. and how it technically they he shot himself in the foot because the challenge technically was not correct. I guess you could say um, it shouldn't have been upheld because the Lee Marvin wasn't technically one of the Dirty Dozen, and the question specifically says. Of the dirt, like the from the dirty dozen, like of that group yep. in the movie. Yep. Yep. So, like, he didn't need to do that. Like, he, the win was legitimate. And, and yeah, he got it. yeah, unfortunately, he was trying to do the right thing, but it wound up biting him in the foot, you know? Yeah. And, and Christian was talking a little bit today about the, uh, 
the confusion behind it. But then I was thinking, if you know the movie, I'm not familiar with the movie, but if you know the movie and it's Dirty Dozen, so I would assume that there are 12 guys in the Dirty Dozen, right? I, I, I would assume. Okay, so if you are familiar with that, all you'd need to do is say counting what was the guy's name i can't remember which one the one that was the only one left well uh the family answered lee marvin okay i don't don't remember what the act what the accurate answer supposedly was but right well if you're if you're familiar with all that then all you have to do is say counting lee marvin were there 12 and if there were 13 then he obviously was not a part of the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. So in my mind, that's how I would have sorted it out, you know? Because, it, it, you know, uh, then, then again, obviously, if there were 12 of them counting him, then he would be a part of the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. But, I mean, in the moment, I can, um, I can only imagine how you feel in the moment. I mean, I've done, I've done one fan league match. Kaylin just had her first fan league match in – so yeah, guys, go check that on on Multiplex. Uh, it's up now. Kaylin Rose, yeah, uh, her premiere that, match yeah. in Warzone. So, <laughs> but yeah, you know, so Kaylin, you know what I mean. When you're sitting there, you're not really thinking about that kind of in depth of things necessarily. Some people, I'm sure, can, but for the most part, I would think your mind isn't really going to that kind of thinking. Yeah, I think that you're um, you're actually. Like, you may not dig down at the right question that would definitively decide if it's right or wrong. So they obviously didn't dig down to the correct question, like you're saying. Um, and and they only have so much time to figure this out. They've got a whole schedule of things to do. Um, the fact that Matt Atchity challenged it tells me that the Paddington 2 didn't think it was necessarily a fair question either. So you kind of have both teams obviously in agreement that it's not a super fair question. So, yeah. I mean, it, it it sucks either way, you know. Yeah. yeah. It really, really does. And I think we've all done that thing where we were super honest to our own, you know, to a fault, yeah. uh, like Kate was saying, and it bites you in the ass. So, I mean – I I do wish the Paddington two had won only because I wanted Guy to be shut down. <laughs> I really, really did. I wanted that well, to happen. We'll see that when he faces off against Ben. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it was interesting. I thought that Christian gave us that peek behind the curtain when he said that uh, that after the match had been called, he was backstage with Guy telling him to turn on uh, on uh, um, Robert Meyer Burnett. Yeah, Robert Meyer yeah. Burnett. So that was really cool that he gave us that behind the scenes peek. But at the same time, I'm curious did I did he accidentally spoil that? Like if if guy loses in in if they lose in their next match, was that supposed to then happen? And maybe Christian spoiled that little bit. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, but maybe, it was still cool that he pulled the curtain back like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Yeah, it, that that match was just really great on so many different levels. And, and I mean, and that wasn't even the only controversial thing. I mean, there was a a challenge laid out in uh, round two. There was a questionable uh, answer in round one. There was a lot of stuff going on during this match. 
Yeah. Yep. And uh, and I'm sure you're going to cover all that on Talking Schmodown too, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, why don't you tell everybody uh, about that show that you do? Yeah, so you know, it's where I go and I talk about the whole week in the Schmodown. I, I, I love the Schmodown. Uh, I started watching it in, during season three, and I have loved it ever since. I'm almost at a year mark now. Uh, spectacular of last year is when I started. So be sure to head over there. It's Talking Schmodown right here on the Merc with the Movie Blog podcast feed. Uh, and I'll be talking about uh, all three matches from this week for the, all three of the remaining round two matches uh, that, are, that are going on. So it, it should be a good time. Yeah, be sure to check that out, guys. Uh, it's a good show. Um, I've listened to it quite a few times, actually. Um, I really have, Josh. I mean, not, I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and blow smoke up your ass and be like, yeah, dude, I listen to it every week, bro. But uh, I have listened to it quite a few times. So, and, uh, and, and you are sure much I'm like that. Uh, oh, what's that? I'm K- sorry. Before we get out of Shmodan talk, I want to ask Kalen something. Uh, how have you been enjoying these uh, Kaiser and Smets Universal Studios little uh, clips oh, yeah. that you've been doing? Oh, they're so since terrible. That's, since that's all storyline stuff. Oh, I, I I don't really pay attention to what they're actually saying, but they're they're terrible little. Oh, little there you things. have it, Christian. At least she's watching it though. Yep, I'm watching it, it, but I'm blocking it out. It. She probably mutes it the way she muted uh, uh, Wade over there. Oh man! <laughs> I do not mute it. I just go and do other things while it plays. <laughs> but technically, I don't fast forward through it. Well. Well, that's oh, that's good. one of the reasons we got Josh here. So I guess it's a good thing you didn't uh, you stopped doing that. Cause you probably would have shut the match off after Paddington two won. But uh, well, yeah, I probably would have, um, except for the fact that somebody had already spoiled it for me, so I knew oh, I needed okay. to pay attention. Yeah. You know, because people are jerks. Um, but speaking <laughs> of Kaiser, I know we're going to talk about all the weekend Essing in live in a, in a little bit, but he is so adorable. <laughs> he, he he his personality is nothing like i thought it would be i know yeah. and he's just so like cute you want to pinch his little cheeks <laughs> he's actually from from out near me where i live that's where he's originally from he's from rochester i'm uh i live i used to live out closer by buffalo and i live closer to syracuse but i'm like an hour away from where from where he's from mm, and i thought it was funny them making fun of his like you don't expect with his accent yeah. for in- intelligent things to be coming out of his mouth. <laughs> that was cracking me up. Have you guys oh. ever had a garbage plate? I gotta ask. No. Oh, oh never heard of it until then. Dude, they're so good. Man. Gotta make yourself one. So it, it, so it is a good 1, 2, 3 a.m. dish when you're wasted. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Hey, man, if I ever get somewhere where they have it, I will be sure to check it out. Definitely. Hell yeah! You know, here we just have Waffle House and Taco Bell for that. Hey, I like Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got yeah, waffles Waffle House the size of your head. You know, that's cool. Yeah, and then and then of course you everyone has to clap to... when the waitress or yeah. waiter drops a bunch of dishes and shit. <laughs> you can that's get your hash must. browns covered and smothered. You know, yeah, hash browns with extra hash, baby. Oh Lord! <laughs> and on that note, guys, um, we we are we a great guest. Uh, Kaylin and I did a pre-recorded interview uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and we've been just oh my gosh! I don't know about you, Kaylin, but I've been just the fact that we've been sitting on this interview to drop it this week has been killing me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But, uh, but yes, guys. So um, we got Katie Sackhoff. Uh, the the Kaylin and I spoke to her a couple weeks ago, and she was an absolute delight. So we are going to go ahead and play that interview for you guys right now. And hey, we'll see you on the flip side of that. Well, guys, uh, Kaylin and I are super excited for this week's guest. Um, she starred in shows such as Battlestar Galactica, Longmire, and most recently the Netflix original Another Life. But me personally, uh, probably most important thing is she is a schmo going back to the Toad Hop days, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Katie Sackhoff with us. Katie, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so good. You just brought back memories there. Yes, we are a we are a, an afterlife show for Christian Harloff's new SEN Live Morning Show. Um, so yeah, we are we are fans of Schmoville and uh, his work on Collider Live, Ultimate Movie Schmodown. Um, both of us, as a matter of fact, just rewatched uh, your epic match against the Pit Boss yesterday. So uh, <laughs> where I pulled Alyssa Milano out of a hat. Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. Real quick, since you brought that up, was there, I mean, did you have even the slightest clue on that or was that just literally out of your ass? No, that was literally out of my ass. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. because that's a good one. (laughs) That was amazing. And it was so much fun to take a stroll back and see how the movie trivia Schmodown has changed. um, Yeah, it's very different. Yeah, y'all pulled little categories out of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Which Pretty they much. recently had to bring back um, well, because their I mean, wheel failed. Yeah, it's it, that show's changed so much. I mean, I think that it literally started with me and Christian um, um, and Mark, like, squeezed in a bathroom for, for sound, like, at his really? house, like, many, many years ago. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was like a, a hope and a dream back when we started. I think it was over 10 years ago. Oh wow. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And and yeah, the the professionalism of it has advanced too and not not to knock on when it first started, but it just it was Ellis with at least two or three beers sitting in front of him while calling the matches and just super laid back and silly and it's still silly but Christian's definitely put uh put the competition into it and it shows uh, it's really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, back in the day, we didn't do an episode without beer in front of us. So, you know, things have changed a little bit. That's what happens when you get corporate sponsors. You're no longer allowed to drink out of a keg while you do interviews. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Yeah, it is. Um, well, I, I, there was something that Kaylin and I were both kind of curious about. Um, Kaylin, I don't know a lot of Kaylins, but I do know a few. And this Kaylin here, uh, my partner here, uh, her spelling is the only person whom I know with that spelling of Caitlin. Um, now, I understand Katie's short, but I was curious, was the unique spelling for Katie, did it come from your youth or is it something that you did later on more for work? No, it's funny. So I, when I was 11 years old, I told my mom and dad I was going to be famous. Um, and I thought it was because I was going to be like an Olympic swimmer. Um but there were so many Katie's in my school that they couldn't differentiate between us. And I was like, well, if they can't differentiate between us at school with like 50 kids in my class, how are they going to differentiate me from people when I'm famous? 
And so my mom let me sit down and, and change the spelling of my name because Catherine was le- my legal name. So my name was originally spelled like everyone's K-A-T-I-E. Um, and so my mom and I sat on a road trip when I was, you know, 11 and, um, we came up with different ways to spell Katie. And this was the one we, we landed on. Wow. So you, you had all this planned out from 11. That's great. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, like I said, it was, it was, I thought I was going to be an athlete, so it, it changed definitely, but it's, um, you know, I think that the determination's the same. (laughs) No, if you were thinking athlete, what sport or sports exactly was it that you were interested in? So I was a swimmer. So I thought that I would at, at least swim in college. That was always my plan. Um, and then I, I got hurt when I was about 15 and oh, wow. couldn't, couldn't swim anymore. So it sort of <sighs> made me reevaluate my life plans and my goals, you know, because at 15, they're 15 year old swimmers in the Olympics. So it was, you know, it was a plan that in my mind was not far away, um, or at least only three years for college. And, and when I got hurt, it was sort of like a massive retooling of what I thought my life was going to look like and and what I wanted to do. Wow. (laughs) I don't know if at 15, I knew anything. Yeah, I, yeah, it's, you know, I think the only things that I knew was that I didn't want to do something normal and I didn't want to stay at home. Ah. Um, and I'd always had, had a love of film um, and television with my father. It was sort of our thing. Um, and I think it was just sort of this, and I was always a ham growing up. Um, so, I mean, there's pictures of me with tap shoes on when I'm two dancing and singing on the kitchen table. So I think it was actually meant to happen. It just sort of like, you know, I got distracted by being an athlete for a long time. Yeah. Well, do you happen to remember the first film that you and your father saw together? Um, we watched the abyss. It was one of my favorite movies. Right. Um, and then we watched, I have vivid memories of watching Predator with him when I was about seven. Um, so my dad showed me all these movies you should never show a child. <laughs> um, and he, but he would pause them when I got scared and he would explain, you know, that it wasn't real and that this is how they did it. And that was makeup. And he would point out the makeup and he would point out this. And so I had a very, like healthy understanding of fantasy when I was a kid. And so things didn't really scare me too much. And so, I mean, the only thing he showed me that still scares me is Jaws. Like I'm still deathly afraid of sharks. And he did that to me when I was about eight. Oh, oh, wow. oh yeah. See, I, real quick with the Jaws, I was about five when my folks exposed me to that movie. And to this day, I refuse to get in large bodies of water by myself um, swimming pools. I have a hard time getting in swimming pools by myself. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Well, the swimming pools is more from the James Bond movie. I can't remember which one, but there was a shark in the pool and, and the bad guy threw him in the pool, but the ocean for sure. And I, I was raised in, uh, in Houston. So we would go to the golf quite a bit. So I, you know, after seeing Jaws and living that close to the golf, to the water, it just, it terrified me. But yeah, not yeah, even lakes. No, I won't even get lakes. Golf. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. Lakes sort of freak me out. If I can't see my feet, I'm not too happy yeah. about it. Um, but so we have a very similar fear, you and I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is a legit fear too, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, people die. 
It's not like yeah. we pulled it out of thin air and we're like, oh, we're scared of ladybugs. Yeah, and movies can scar you too. That is an absolute fact. <laughs> yeah, well, now we know this. <laughs> yes. So um, I have a question. You, based on, um, uh, I guess I should preface this by saying, I went back and, and watched your one-on-one with Christian that you mm-hmm. did. That's been, what, like a year and a half ago, maybe? Yeah, um, And I had watched it back then, but I went back and rewatched it. And I was very, very struck by just how aware you are of your fans and the image that you put out to your fans and that, you know, there may be little girls looking up to you and, and um, that you want to make sure that you're putting out the right image. Is that something that you've been very conscientious of through your whole career? Or is that something that uh, has just at some point arose or did it just happen naturally? Yeah, I mean, I definitely grew into that. You know, I, I think it's it's a it's a very rare twenty one year old to be so self aware that they're worried about children emulating them. Um, you know, so when I started and I was eighteen, I really didn't give two shits, to be honest. Um, but I think as I got older and I started thinking a bit more globally and less locally, I started realizing the um, sort of the social awareness aspect of, of what I wanted my career to be. You know, I, I've always, I've always had a moral compass that was very much dictated by my mom and dad. Um, and for me, that was, I was very clear on what I would and wouldn't do on camera based on if I couldn't watch it with my father, I wouldn't do it. Um, and so that was a very, very clear distinction for me there. So that saved me a lot of hard decisions in this business, which can, can really wreak havoc on a young girl's life and her decisions because we, you want success so bad, you know? And for me, it was always very easy decisions. If there was nudity, I wouldn't do it. If there was simulated sex, I wouldn't do it. And, and the older I got, the more that changed for sure. I mean, by the time I was doing sex scenes on Battlestar, I was 25, you know, so it was a little bit different and there was still no nudity. And, and when I got Riddick, I actually called my father for permission. I was 32 years old and I called my dad because there was a three to five second push in on my boob. And I asked him for permission. And my dad said, Katie, you're a 32-year-old woman. No one's going to think you've made it because you showed your boob in a Vin Diesel movie. Like, you, you've got a career now. You're fine. And he said, I'm okay. It's just a boob. So I was like, all right. Um, so I've always had that, which was great. But I think that I think when social media started to come up when I was about 21, 22, and I realized how much it could affect me emotionally, I think I started looking to the correlation and the connection between the things that I was doing and what I was putting out into the world and how it could potentially adversely affect young people and adults. That's great that you were aware of that at such a young age. I mean, definitely today with the younger folks in the industry, it seems like that's not, that's not a forethought for them. So um, that has a lot to do, or it shows a lot rather uh, toward your character. And it sounds like, it sounds like your family had a lot to do with that, with your development and, and you know, uh, your morals and, and what you uh, what you choose to do today with your career. And that's a really good thing. It's different. I look at so many of these young people now 
And it's so hard to explain to someone that is young that it never dies. It's never going to go away. The decisions you make right now, sadly, young people now are not allowed to make mistakes the way we were because it lives forever online. And so they've got to be very, very careful about the things that they choose to put out there. And if you put it on the internet or if you've got it on your phone, it's going to live forever. But it's really hard to explain to a child or a young adult how that is actually going to affect their life as an adult, potentially. Um, and, and that's really hard. And I don't, it's really, I don't, you know, I don't envy these, these kids coming up now. It's a very different world to navigate than what we had. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I've got quite a few years on Kalen, so it, you know, um, <laughs> back back when I was uh, when I was a little bit younger, yeah, there's all kinds of things that you could do, and you could do them knowing no one would ever find out, and that's a lot different than today. Absolutely. I mean, there are so many mistakes that I made in my late teens and early twenties that thank God the internet didn't exist. That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I'm scared thinking about my past now and thanking God that uh, it's the past and it can stay there. Yeah, <laughs> Most no, of it at sure. least. Absolutely. I mean, and there's, there is something to be said for being able to make those mistakes as a kid and knowing that you're, you, you only got to live them down in your neighborhood, you know? Um, you know, it, it, it's hard for kids to be so socially aware that they understand what they're doing. That's very true. Very true. You seem, um, just from what I've seen of you, obviously, I don't know you personally, but you seem very, not just self-aware, but also very grounded in reality and very humble and not um, overly, mm, like, celebritized where you're, you know, I don't know how to quite describe it, but does that also come from your parents and your upbringing? For sure. I, I think that there's there's a multitude of things that I think prevented me from going that direction, I guess. But I think one of them is that I've never had overnight success. You know, my career has very much been climbing up a ladder. Um, and so I never had that intense media presence in my face. And it so it allowed me to gradually get used to what this business was. And then to also, you know, I've had moments of it where you, you realize that it's not real and it's ridiculous and, and we are playing make-believe and this is, you know, um, I'm not curing cancer, you know, granted I am, you know, hopefully impacting people's lives and giving them art and things that give them escape, but that's the only thing I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not changing the world. Um, so I think that, I think that, you know, and my parents are their, their first people to remind me of that at all times that, you know, that what I'm doing while it's, it's meaningful to me and, and the people that it's impacted, it's, it's not, it, it's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything outlandishly great. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just an actor. Um, and I, so, um, and then also I think that, the thing that's been really important to me, and I, I don't think you can realize this until you've been in the business long enough to see it, every single person is replaceable. And I think when you realize that and you realize that while you might have a skill set and you might be 
be uniquely qualified for a role, there is somebody out there that is just as qualified for it and you are replaceable. Um, I think that it gives you a bit of, it makes you a bit more humble. That is, that's really awesome. And that's not necessarily something that you see from, I mean, it's hard to know because a celebrity, an actor, an actress, um, a director, a producer, a writer, whatever the case may be, you know, obviously you don't see every aspect of their life and every aspect of their personality. You see, mm-hmm. you, you know, you see their public persona, but, um, you know, you don't always see that. Sometimes you think that based on just the way people behave or, or uh, the things that they say in public that um, they are not still latched onto reality, you know, that it's, 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 it's taken them to a different place. Yeah. And I always said this, that if a person is showing you a piece of their personality publicly, you can only assume it's worse in private, you know, like, cause, cause, cause we normally give people our best because that's sort of what we're trained to do. We're, we're trained to, to be the best versions of ourselves and the cameras on us because that that's the polite thing to do. That's the right thing. You know, we just, we put our best foot forward because actors are inherently insecure and we want to be liked. So if someone's giving you, you know, unless it's completely calculated, which there are definitely people out there who have created personas that are incredibly calculated. So, you know, but if, if you're seeing pieces of a person in interviews and, and, and you're getting that snippet of who they are and they're showing you that publicly, it, it scares me what they're like privately. Ooh, that's a really good point. Yes, it is. Very good. Caitlin and I also were talking yesterday. Um, and we were curious, you know, you've done you've done a lot as far as uh, sci-fi, drama, horror. You know, you've done voiceover work, stuff like that. But if someone were to come to you and give you a blank check, and you could fill it, you could fill it out for whatever amount in order to uh, to fill in some gaps in your resume, whether it be for uh, a specific part or a genre of a film, or you would just like to create and direct anything you wanted. What would you do with that check? Oh God. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, my, my goal as an actor has always just been to continue to create content and to create, to be able to, to, um, you know, have this outlet. So I, I don't know, you know, there are a slew of people that I've been dying to work with my entire life. Um, Gary Oldman, I've been dying to work with him, you know, since I was a little kid. Um, you know, I've got, you know, just a list of, of people that I would want to work with. Um, but I don't really know what I would do. If someone gave me a blank check, in all honesty, I'd probably, I'd probably do a whole lot more to it than just create another movie. (laughs) I I probably would. I'd probably... I don't know what I would do, but I would, I would, I'd, I'd give it some hefty thought before I actually wrote anything on that. Yeah, that would, that would be one of those definite once in a lifetime opportunities that you can't just squander on anything. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, I think that the older I get to, the more I realize that, that this industry that I absolutely love and, and, and I love to be creative um, it's not necessarily the end or the next phase of my life. You know, we, we have, 
the the blessing these days to not just have sort of one career. We can shift and we can have, we can reinvent ourselves constantly. Um, and um, so I don't know what I would do with a blank check, if it would actually be in the entertainment industry or not. That's all right. Um, I don't know what I'd do with a blank check either, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I might also remake Die Hard and just make myself like the female Bruce Willis. Oh my me. gosh. That's brilliant. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> yes. That is brilliant. Like, a crazy person like I always wanted to save the Nakatomi building when I was a kid that's who I wanted to be I wanted to be Bruce Willis because it's still to, in my opinion the best Christmas movie of all time so um you know I don't have I'm not <laughs> my creativity is very is very easy <laughs> you one just saying that you love Die Hard but then to add on to that that it's it's your favorite Christmas movie. You just completely stole my heart and made my day. That I've been crying that cry of that movie being the best Christmas movie for years and years, but you always have those few who agree and those few who don't. But you just so made my whole day. I mean, it takes place at Christmas. Yeah. There's someone dressed up like Santa, and it's snowing. I don't understand. Of course yeah. it's Christmas. The whole point he was even out there was because of Christmas to spend yes, the holiday with his kids. With his family. So, I mean, come on, people. Even even Katie Sackhoff <laughs> says it's a Christmas movie. It's true. If The well, Snowman with Michael Keaton is a Christmas movie, then this <laughs> is a Christmas movie. Yes. Well, no, wait. Katie what was that Sackhoff movie called? Frost? Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Jack Frost is a Christmas movie. Uh, so is oh, I. Wow. Um, I have a confession. I just saw Die Hard this past Christmas for the first time. (gasps) Well, at least you finally watched it. I did finally watch it. I'm, I'm knocking a lot of movies off my list. I just saw Jaws for the first time in the past year. Good, good. Um, Have you seen Driving Miss Daisy? No. I've not even seen that. Y'all need to watch that movie. It's one of the best. Jessica Tandy was one of the best actors of all time. Is, um, Morgan Freeman the driver? Mm-hmm. Or the, yes. Okay. Yeah, I've we'll never to, seen we'll, that. Uh, as a matter of fact, based down. off your recommendation, Kaylin and I will have to uh, do a movie review of Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, please do. Yeah, I always tap for movies like that. Like I also just watched like Bridges of Madison County, which was absolutely stunning. I've never seen that either. It's a good um, one, but it's a chick <laughs> flick. You're not gonna. Yeah. There's no getting around that one, guys. <laughs> um, That's all right. I don't mind chick flicks. <laughs> Well, one thing we've been doing lately is giving each other some movies to watch. He made me watch Clerks and Clerks 2 recently. I'm um, a Kevin Smith. Yeah, I, I, it was it was definitely an interesting experience and knowing kind of <laughs> what he went through to make Clerks. Yeah. You know, it's it's a very much a it's very inspirational. The entire the entire thing, like if he can do it, anyone can do it. You know, if oh, you, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, so we will add these to our list. Um, what did I make you watch recently? Um, Cinderella and <laughs> um, you mean the Silver uh, Linings Playbook? I well, yeah, Silver Linings Playbook. I made him watch the live action Cinderella that they made not too long ago because he he has a thing against Disney. He doesn't like to. He hates like all the like cartoon musicals and all that. So, so I made him watch the live action one. <laughs> you hate Disney, but like you don't hate new Disney. You hate like ty- like like typical Disney. 
I'll tell you what happened, and I think you'll understand as soon as you hear it. When I was a little kid, um, and I think one of the first Disney movies classics that I can remember seeing was Bambi, and it made me cry. Well, Bambi's going to fuck you up. Yeah, and, and it <laughs> fucked me up. And for that reason, I just, um, I mean, I've, I like the, the Fox Robin Hood. That's really great. But um, other than that, I mean, I just watched The Lion King last year for the first time, and I fast-forwarded through the songs, so. Yeah, really? Did he didn't even watch the, the whole thing. Lion King, though? No, I've not seen that yet, but I am interested in seeing it. It looks amazing. I loved it. It's, so it's, 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 I think it's incredibly creative. My, my, my boyfriend, we... We both enjoyed it, like, visually. It was absolutely amazing. It's pretty much the same story. Um, but it's – I loved it. I loved it just because it was, like, absolutely amazing. But have you seen the cartoon Lion King as well? Oh, yeah. I watch it all the time. Like, I, yeah. I, I just put it on for no reason. But he had just seen it because I made him watch yeah. it recently. That, okay. Yeah, that was another one on on our – you know, she'll give me one to watch and – and I'll give her one to watch that she's never seen. That's kind of a little thing we've been doing. And she she's shafted me with Lion King. Well, that sounds funny. I worked with uh, Richard Dreyfus many, many years ago. And he, um, he wouldn't come to work with me um, unless I'd gone home that weekend and watched a black and white film. Because I'd never seen black and white films. Granted, I was only 20 years old. But I'd never really seen black and white films. And excuse me, I'm going to sneeze at some point soon. So That's I apologize. Um, excuse me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and so <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> it's the only reason I found High Noon, which is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, Even though well, it's technically right. not black and white. But he was he gave me a list of movies to watch, and I would have to come back and watch these movies. So I've watched a lot of old movies because of Richard Dreyfuss. That is wow, great. that's really cool. Yeah, so that was, that was fun. <laughs> you don't say no to Richard. No, no, I wouldn't, no. <laughs> um, we're uh, we're going to have Kaylin uh, take us through a quick game with you and, uh, and and wrap up our wonderful interview here with you. It's been great so far, just loving it. And uh, I say so far because some of these questions I'm looking at we have for you, this should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Kaylin, you want to explain what we're going to do here real quick? Yeah, so um, every question I ask you is of the form like, would you rather? Would you rather do this or would you rather do that? Jays oh are a little God. more... Yes, guys, my boyfriend plays this "Would You Rather" thing with me, and these hypotheticals, <laughs> and I refuse to answer them. The other day, he tried to fi- he tried to get me to decide if I would save a dog or him if the house was on fire, and I said the dog. <laughs> oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh, I don't think any of ours are quite that no. morbid. But no. <laughs> and he wouldn't let he wouldn't let it go because I wouldn't. I got angry, and he was like, "It's hypothetical," and I was like, "It's not hypothetical." Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness! Well, Jay's questions are a little more free form, so uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see how this goes. Okay, right. so my first question is: Would you rather live in summer forever or live in winter forever? Summer for viewing pleasure, mov- movies or TV series. Movies. Mm. Would you rather have your hair to your butt or be completely bald for the rest of your life? My hair to my butt. What would win in a fight, a bear or a shark? Oh, fuck. <laughs> a, a shark would win oh. in a fight between a bear. Hmm. Because the shark, the bear would have to go into the water 
and the shark is better in water than a bear, even though a bear can swim. And also what kind of shark? See, I'm really bad at this game. I need you, you gotta explain. Is it a great white or is it like a reef shark? Um, I don't know because my logic always stopped at the bear just has to pull it out of the water and just walk away and it'll die. It's true. That's very the, <laughs> that the bear is true. Like, you can treat it like a really big salmon and just like catch it. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather give up sugar or give up salt? Give up sugar. Uh, who's more fun after a few drinks, Harloff or Ellis? <laughs> Ellis. <laughs> oh, poor Christian. Just because I feel like Ellis changes so much when he drinks and Harloff doesn't change that much. He's just like, he's all, he's just always Christian. Like Christian's always Christian. I can see really? that. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather go to the beach or go to the mountains? mountains even though even though i'd rather live at the beach there's nothing wrong with that yeah i'm gonna do it to you uh which star trek movies do you prefer the originals or the jj abrams remakes the originals would you rather have no arms or no legs oh jesus (laughs) they told me these weren't morbid okay that's probably the worst one (laughs) no legs Okay. I can get down with that too. That um, was my thought. Was no yeah. legs. Like you could still get around, get you a wheelchair. You know, you could still cook and whatever. Yeah, you could still be yeah. self sufficient. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, what is the more soothing sound to you? A running stream or rain on a tin roof? Oh my god! Um, rain on a tin roof. Beautiful. Uh, would you rather always feel like you have to pee but can't or always feel like you have to sneeze but can't? Oh, my God. Uh, sneeze. Cause, <laughs> girl, because UTIs are not fun. Oh, no. Ooh. No, no. Like, like I feel like every woman has it has known that feeling. <laughs> so yeah. like, no, no. I'd rather just feel like I have to sneeze because I feel like I could, like, plug it or something. <laughs> um, would you rather, or when, not would you rather, but uh, it, when you're working for a living inside with access to a shower or work outside with no access to a shower? Oh my God. Um, I'd rather work outside with no access to a shower. Hmm, I, I can see that. I guess you could find a stream or something. You could find a stream. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, would you rather wear socks without shoes or shoes without socks? Um, socks without shoes. Um, which horror villain would you be more likely to be able to get away from? Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees? Jason, because Freddy, you can't see him. Very true. Very true. Yeah, Freddy just like he'll come up and like in a bed. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I still haven't seen that movie either. Don't, um, don't. <laughs> you won't. You won't sleep for a week. Don't do it. That, that movie's why I refuse to take baths since I was five years old, and I only take showers. Oh yeah, <laughs> I see that. Yep. Oh, um. Yeah. Would you rather have to sleep alone in in a bed by yourself for the rest of your life or have to sleep with someone who snores for the rest of your life? I'd rather be alone. (laughs) That was easy. That was really easy. 
Um, if you could only voice do a voice in one show, would it be Star Wars or Robot Chicken? Oh my! I can't pick. <laughs> they're they're both so fun. I can imagine. Well, and they're both so different. Like yeah. Bo-Katan's amazing. I absolutely love playing her. Um, but bitch Puddin is like fucking crazy. So yeah. I mean, he's crazy. That is the closest I have gotten in my entire life to thinking that I like morally maybe I shouldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it is there are there are moments where i have watched episodes of of robot chicken and been like did we just did we just we did that didn't we that's really inappropriate i don't know if we should have done that oh my gosh that's funny would you rather only wear the color black or only wear the color white uh the color white oh that is a ballsy choice anders or apollo oh no anders all right. Yeah, that was my choice. I um, I, I just I thought that Starbuck was better suited for him. Yep, yep, I agree. Yeah, Would absolutely. You, I have two more questions for you. Would Go. you rather die young and famous or die old and anonymous? Die old and anonymous. Awesome. And one last thing. This is not a would you rather. So, punch, tickle, hug. And your options are Ellis, Makuga, and Harloff. Punch, tickle, hug? Yes. Instead of fuck, Mary kill. So, <laughs> I would rather um, tickle Ellis and hug Harloff and punch Makuga. <laughs> 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 Only because I just I just went to Halloween Horror Nights with him, and I feel like if I punched him, it would make him scream and like run and hide. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, speaking of which, how was that experience? It was hysterical. It was absolutely hysterical. I um I went with um my my boyfriend Robin went with me, and and we like it was absolutely hysterical. I tried to explain to him the whole Josh thing and how scared he gets, and I don't think he was prepared for it. I don't think anyone's oh prepared for that. When he screams like a like a girl and run, he picks people up as like human shields. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty uh, funny. Oh wow! Have you seen the edited together footage that they posted? I saw some of it. Pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty stupendous. Oh my yeah. gosh, that was yeah. Hilarious. It was so amazing. Um, and yeah, it just that was really good stuff. Um. Uh, you know, it, it, for us Collider Live fans and all that, it was great just seeing Makuga in that state. And then um, you being in there, too, was an added treat. So that was it that was, was really great. It was really, really fun. It's um, it was great. This whole YouTube thing, like it's funny, actually, because because um, we've uh, Robin and I created a YouTube channel. So I didn't even know that Collider had a YouTube channel. Um, I didn't know that until I watched the episode. Oh really? No, I didn't know. Um, well, I, I can see that you got a lot going on. It's YouTube's not. It's not one of those forums that, that's easy to keep up with what's going on there. To be honest. No, and truthfully, like I didn't really go to YouTube at all until we created Robin and I created our show. So that's the only reason I figured it out was we've been spending so much time on YouTube just trying to get our episodes out and figure out what people wanted to see and things like that that. I didn't know that Collider had one. 
yeah, it, it is different than like television because yeah. you you don't just you know flip through the channels and you know find something and go oh this is on here and I like I found Collider through the schmoes like watching uh back when Harloff and Ellis would do movie reviews and stuff and then. They yeah. were doing movie talk, and then that became part of Collider and everything. And then I've yeah. since found other stuff. But you just find stuff a lot of times through what people mention. Like somebody will yeah. say something about uh, screen junkies or whatever, and then you end up just like finding it that way. There's just no centralized place to look for anything. No, it's really interesting. I mean, there's so much. I mean, there is so much that we had to learn um, when just for, for our show that like, I mean, it was, it was really interesting. Like Robin's done so much research about like how to find things and algorithms and all of these crazy things. So people actually would find our, our, our channel. It's very interesting. That's yeah. awesome. Um, what is the name of that channel? Oh, so it's just my like name, Katie Sackoff, but our, our show is called blood, sweat and coffee. It's sort of, a it's a metaphor for what we sort of think life takes. Um, oh, and cool. Yeah, so we just started it. The first season aired um, on what, babe? On August 6th. He's sitting on the couch eating bacon. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> bacon. <laughs> exactly. Um, on August 6th, and it's been, it's been so much fun, like really a lot of fun. I mean, talk about, you know, finding a different medium for, for the same sort of outlet that, you know, like an actor. I mean, it's been really, really interesting to engage with the fans on, on that, on a different level. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, definitely going to have to check that out. Oh, for yeah, sure. sure. And it's fun. There's, there's a, there's definitely some crazy episodes in there. I, we did an episode about alcohol, like how alcohol affects your body and I got drunk with one of the actors from Longmire and we went to this we went to the Santa Monica Pier so that was fun um we did an episode about Spartan races and I got myself in shape and did a Spartan race in Hawaii so wow yeah so every episode sort of has a like a, a sort of overall like wholeness and wellness approach to life but they're they're sort of they're wrapped up in a fun package Sounds That's great. really cool. Yeah. 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 How, how many episodes do you have up? We did 10 and we're just now sitting down and doing the second season and trying to figure out what we're going to do for the second season, which is really fun. Well, that is awesome. Um, thank you so much for coming on. This was a great interview yeah. and we, we would love to have you back anytime you want to come back. Oh my God. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm always, I'm always around. And now that I know what this app is, it's on my phone. So, <laughs> so I can find you guys again very easily. I won't, re I won't need Robin's help this time. <laughs> yeah. You, you absolutely have an open invitation. Oh, thank you. Well, there's, there's some really crazy cool stuff uh, happening in the next year that I can't really talk about yet, but um, uh, it'll, it'll be right up y'all's alley. Excellent. Awesome. Yay. Oh, and I did see Another Life was picked up for a second season. Yeah, yeah, we just got picked up yesterday. So, I mean, I've known about it for a few months, but I couldn't tell anyone. So, right. it's um yeah, no, it's it's we're really excited. You know, what's great about Netflix is they actually give you feedback. They tell you exactly what people liked and exactly what they didn't like, and so I think that we've got a unique opportunity to really 
take into into effect what the the fans loved and 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 actually hated because we were pretty much right down the middle 50% loved us and 50% hated us so i think that we're in a unique position to actually give the people that liked it more and then get some new audience members too by changing some things up which i'm really excited about yeah that's yeah awesome. i uh... I binged it when it came out because it had come out right about when you were on Collider Live, uh, how I heard about it. And I binged it, and uh, I really enjoy it. It's an excellent show. Really looking forward to the next season. Um, Do you uh, you have anything else that you'd like to plug before before you – get out of here oh, that's everything i mean all, all right. the things i like i want to plug i can't talk about yet so. yeah yeah <laughs> understandable but yeah thanks for letting us know about the youtube channel i had no idea and i'm definitely gonna gonna check it out oh you should it's really fun and it, it's honestly when we first started it we were sort of like i don't know if people are gonna like this but i think that because you know because robin is my producing partner and my boyfriend it's actually really became like this like labor of love that we're putting so much into because we live together. So we're constantly trying to figure out how to make it better and what episodes we're going to do. And it's just become a lot of fun. Yep. Sounds that like it. Awesome. Um, well, again, Katie Sackhoff, everybody, Katie, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we've had a blast. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. I didn't know what to expect. I thought I was going to be texting my whole interview. Which you oh, guys, no, no. you're really glad I didn't because my finger is like I'm not very good on this thing. <laughs> no, no texting here, but but it is good with this podcast that we don't do video. That helps out a lot too. Yeah, it does help because then you can actually like it helps. We've got terrible Wi-Fi in our house, so when we do the video, it's actually not as good. Oh yeah, yeah, that can be an issue. Uh, did y'all just hear a random video play on my computer a second ago? No. Oh well, I heard like I I popped some something popped up and it started playing and I thought it interrupted everything. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Well, that's good. Um, I hope so, it wasn't porn. No, I was actually looking for I was actually looking for your YouTube site. Um, Can you imagine if that was porn too? And oh my like, god! Well, it, is, it is porn. That's why Robin and I really. That's why it's so great. i'm definitely gonna have to check that out now i'm interested to see what robin's got going on (laughs) oh god that's funny oh thank you again so much katie it was great and uh yeah we look forward to talking to you again in the future sometime thank you guys so much have an awesome day thank you all right bye bye Bye. holy crap guys that was a whole hell of a lot of fun what'd you guys think about that well, I mean, Kaylin, you were there, but Josh, what did you think about that? <laughs> That's a, it was a great interview. I love Katie Sackhoff. Ever since uh, I first saw her on Battlestar Galactica, I, I, mm-hmm. I followed her ever since then. She's fantastic. No, I know, dude. It, it, I, I was, for 99.9% of me was really calm and collected, you know. But then there was that 0.1% of me on the inside that was like, Dude, I'm fucking talking to Starbuck, man, and it sounds like Starbuck. I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing, dude. <laughs> but yeah, she was just absolutely delightful. She was, and you totally fangirled whenever she started talking about um, uh, uh, Die Hard being oh, man. a great Christmas oh, movie. She, the best. She still owns my heart because of that. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was oh. so funny. So great, um, yeah. <laughs> and 
uh, I just re-listened to it, and that's been, I think it's been about a month ago, because I feel like we recorded that it was. before, yeah, we yeah. recorded it before we ever even started doing SEN Afterlife, and it just, taking a stroll back down memory lane and remembering, like, okay, so back when we recorded this, which was not that long ago, Christian was still with Collider, Josh oh. was still with Collider, <laughs> um, you know, they had just done that Halloween Horror Nights thing. It's just crazy how much has changed in such a short span of time. Yeah. And and when uh, – we'll go ahead and say this too just because I think it's funny. Um, when Katie came into our server, we, we do all this on Discord. Um, and when Katie came on the server, uh, Mike, who is a co-host now on Afterlife, um, at the time we were all still on Afterlife like Caitlin just said or Kaylin, sorry about that. Uh, Kaylin just said, um, sorry, I was just at my buddy's house and their daughter's name is Caitlin. And I was talking to her for a few minutes. Oh, Um, I thought you, I thought you were doing a bit because, uh, Kate did the same thing. Did she? Yeah. I hadn't even noticed. (laughs) Did she call me Caitlin today? Yeah. She was like, Caitlin. uh, I mean, Caitlin. Yeah. She did the same thing. Oh, I didn't oh, even know I, so I thought I thought you were just doing a bit. Sorry. Oh, no, no. I wish I was now, but no. Um, <laughs> but, oh, fuck. What was I saying? You were saying oh, oh, yeah. that when she came into yes. the server. Yes. Uh, Mike, who is who is still on Afterlife with Sarah and Sean, um, he was, you know, he, he did what, what we all do, you know, welcome. No matter who it is, you know, welcome them into the server. Um, but he didn't know who she was. And, and he, you know, uh, we have our, our main general chat and then we've got a little, a little private room for just us, uh, crew members of the shows. And, uh, he's like, you know, who's that? And when I told him it was Katie Sackoff for, uh, an interview for this show, which hadn't started yet, I could, I could hear, I could hear him just like, damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause I know, I know Mike, I know he loves Katie Sackoff too. And I was just like, damn it, dude. I know I'm sorry, but it was really fucking great. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that. I don't know. That just cracked me up. Um, I love Mike. He's, he's a good dude. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was a really fun interview. It was an absolute delight having her on. And uh, as you heard in there, she, uh, when we told her that Kaylin and I review movies that we have not seen yet, uh, she, uh, we, we suggested that we would probably have to do Driving Miss Daisy. She told us to do it, and we watched it, and we're going to do that right now real quick. Um, Kaylin, ladies first. Well, first of all, I think this is our first review on SEN After Live. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Yeah. we haven't done a movie review on here. So I watched it this week, and it was definitely a movie. And (laughs) um, so it was interesting. It it was definitely a sign of the times, you know, in which it was made. Like, this is not a movie that could have been made exactly in this way today. But... Uh, love me some Morgan Freeman. Love, love Jessica Tandy. So that was mm-hmm. that was great. Um, I the one thing I was having real trouble with the whole time was Dan Aykroyd's accent. Really, that was driving me up a wall. Um, oh, oh, oh! It was just oh. Mm-hmm. But the story was great in the sense that I didn't expect it to be about 
um, you know, these two very unlikely friends and, you know, she's extremely stubborn and, um, maybe a little bit racist, perhaps. Well, well, I, I mean, mean, well, well I, and I don't, I don't mean that in like, like I'm really saying she was a racist bitch. I, I mean, like for real, she, she was not overtly racist. You know what I mean? She was just, there was some little hints of maybe some racism there, perhaps. It, it was more of stereotyping, I think. That is a better word. Yes, yeah. you're right. That's a better word. Yeah. More yeah. that, you know, she was worried that, uh, I, and I don't even know that it was race because he, uh, she loved her maid or I, I guess well, it was, I guess she was a maid. She was really short with her a lot though. You know what I mean? She definitely treated her and talked to her like help. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't exactly nice to her son either, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and very unlikely, very unlikely friends given, uh, the circumstances and the times, uh, but both sort of experiencing, you know, some prejudices at the time, you know, he being a black man in the South in the fifties and sixties, of course he did. Um, he couldn't even use some of the same restrooms or whatever. Um, and she being a Jewish woman, you know, they're upper class. Yeah. And their temple got bombed. So, mm. which I did not see coming. But, and I still don't understand what that had to, or how, in what way that furthered the plot. I think it was more just the realization that. Oh, I, I, it just like, hit me that because she's the, the Jewish and and the not Jewish aren't my considered a minority, but I, I see what you're saying now as far as Jewish and the the treatment toward the Jewish race and. Is that what you were kind of saying? That just hit yeah, me. Yeah, like, uh, she, I think he felt for her. Right, right. Deeply in that moment, because, I mean, not, but he, uh, you know, as a people, this was right when the civil rights movement was going on and everything. So mm -hmm. uh, the black community in America was experiencing some very similar things and had been for a while. And so I'm sure he felt for her in that moment. And I'm sure it also gave her some idea of what he was going through. Yeah. Hang on, y'all. I've got to walk away. I hear Kelly screaming. I'm sorry. That's all right. Dude, I'm telling you, that Billy Eilish guy, his music <laughs> fucking sucks, dude. Holy oh, shit. shit. No, you, for real, though, what, what fucks me up about her is her like her music as far as like when it's like uh out on the charts and shit I can't stand it but I've seen her on, I saw her on Howard Stern and she was just in there with uh with her guitar player guy and it was just her and the dude on guitar and they did two of her songs acoustic style and I loved them hmm. I was like this is fucking good but then when you start adding all the weird dance music and all that oh, yeah, fucking yeah, bullshit, yeah. it's just like, ugh. You, you want to hear something weird about, like, music that I just discovered recently? So you know, you know, Sugar Ray? Yes. You know his, his famous songs like Fly and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. That song is on the album Floored. Have you listened to this album before? No. Okay. So my wife has it on her Apple Music, and it was playing through the other day. And so, like, Fly, it started off, like, she started it off with Fly, because that was the song she wanted to do. 
and it kept going and i'm like what the fuck band is this like after that song like the next couple songs i'm like what the fuck band is this because it's like it almost sounded like fucking like rage against the machine or something right right and it's fucking sugar ray i'm like yeah what the fuck all the stuff that they play on the radio for this for this band sounds nothing like that these other songs on the same fucking album like what the fuck is going on here they were they were a little bit kind of hardcore and shit, and then they sold out with that whole "I just want to mm-hmm. fly." I mean, it, it made them money and shit, but yeah, yeah. like I'm listening, to, I'm like, this is good shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I like Fly and all, but those other songs were that was fucking that was good stuff. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, you back, Kaylin? Oh, I hi. am. Yeah, she right. was. She was screaming bloody murder, and he uh, literally all I did was. He was holding her, and he handed her to me, and she stopped. So yep. I don't know what was wrong. <laughs> Little mama. Like, I so, need mama. And I don't even know what we were talking about because I was so distracted. We were talking about driving Miss Daisy. But, yes. okay, so what were your views on it, Jay Wade? Um, I enjoyed it. It was I liked that it was an hour and a half, and there was no BS. It was just the story that they wanted to tell. Um, yeah. I enjoyed Dan Aykroyd in it. I, I like his southern <laughs> his southern man kind of style. I think oh. it was pretty sweet. Um, but I really did. I enjoyed I enjoyed the overall story. But there were two moments that I enjoyed more than anything. Um, one of them was well, not enjo- one of them I enjoyed, and the other one kind of just made me sad. But it did have a little up part to it. The one that made me sad because it happened first was when he drove her to hear Dr. King speak and she didn't invite him in with her. Um, that was kind of shitty and sad, but when she was in there listening to him, you could you could see that she was having a realization that she had made a bad decision there. Um, and, and so I liked that part of that sad bit. But then I really liked when she was in the home toward the end and Dan Aykroyd and Morgan Freeman go to see her, and she just tells Dan Aykroyd to, to like, I can't remember <laughs> what she said, but, like, basically, like, go flirt with the ladies or go do something. Go off and find somebody to talk to because she was wanting to talk to Morgan Freeman. And I just liked that a lot, that, that she was just like, get the fuck out of here. I want to talk to my buddy. Um but yeah, I mean everything you said uh, pretty much hit on what I what I thought. I, just, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it it's, it wasn't anything. It was a very good story with a good message. It wasn't anything I think that was outstandingly spectacular, but I liked it. It was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, um, that was about my feeling. Like she's a character who she was still her at the end of yeah. the movie. Like she was still the same person, but she had grown. Mm-hmm. And evolved and, you know, let him into her life a little bit and learned to trust him and rely on him. And even later on said, you're my best friend. Yeah. And yeah, that was great. Um, it, it was just a very endearing story. Um, but, yeah, no, nothing out- outrageously fantastic, you know, that... Yeah. Yeah, I need to good acting, a bunch but I mean, the, the acting was really great, but the story didn't quite elevate the acting, or didn't the story wasn't as great as the acting is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The acting far outweighed the story and and whatnot. I thought. Well, um, and seeing Jessica Tandy just made me want to go watch Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, 
I've never seen that movie, but she was in Cocoon, <gasps> oh, right? I'm not sure. I used to watch Cocoon all the time because I love Wilford Brimley. I still do. Um, yeah. Uh, but hey, you're here, Josh. Um, we haven't forgot about you. Uh, let you in on this. What What do you think of Driving Miss Daisy? Well, I mean, you know, next month it's the 30th anniversary of this film. You know, you got Morgan Freeman, you got Jessica Tandy, Dan Aykroyd. It's an Oscar winner. You know, it's even got 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice, but uh, what are your actual <laughs> thoughts on the movie? Oh, uh, I've, I've never seen it. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, there you so go, you everybody. I, hey, I do love facts, though, so I can't complain too much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And on that note, guys, we're going to take a quick pause for some promos for some other shows from Merck with the Movie Blog, and uh, we will see you here in a minute. Well, we won't see you, actually, I guess, but we will talk to you oh, here in a we'll minute. Oh, we'll see you. Oh, yeah, minute. we will see you. I've got cameras in your houses. Ah. <laughs> Hey everybody, Sean and Wade here to tell you about our new review show following each episode of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian. Dude, yes, Boba Fett! Not exactly, Wade. Set in the Star Wars universe, The Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi and follows a Mandalorian bounty hunter beyond the reaches of the New Republic. Yeah, Boba Fett. Did you even watch Return of the Jedi? Never mind. Join us here every week on the Merc with the Movie blog feed. <laughs> Thank God Galen will be here too. I don't think I can handle Wade on my own. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, Schmodown fans, this is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hey, it's Sarah, and I'd like to tell you about Afterlife. It's a weekly Collider Live after show podcast where Mike, Sean, and I give our takes on Roxy and Dorinda's annex, on Yodi's producing skills, and whatever Cody and Alex are up to in that booth. In addition to having guests, we expand on the crew's discussions and add our own craziness to the mix. You can find the show on Merkwin and Movie Blog Feed on all the podcasting platforms. See you soon! Check them all out. Go and listen to every damn single one of them because they all kick ass, and a couple of them have me on them, so, you know, you can't beat that. Nah, you don't need to listen to those. Oh, well, then don't <laughs> listen to three of the shows on Merc with a Movie Blog. That's true. <laughs>
Wade's over Josh, here taking over. Josh is like, don't listen to anything that Wade does here. Just just listen to the other shit. So turn this show <laughs> off right now. Don't you dare, guys. Don't you dare. Um, no, the but problem yes, is if they don't listen to Jay Wade, they don't listen to me. Because I'm not on anything separate from Jay Wade. Well, we got you. Oh, you were a Mandalorian. You were Mandalorian with us. Review. Yeah, but you're on that show. Yeah, but you're on that too. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed, Kaylin. I'm sorry. I um, know. So, just everyone out there, endure the J Wade with me. Once we get a new show it's called called Baby Talk with Kaylin. Yes. Oh. Can we please talk about babies and how cute they are and how they sound like little dinosaurs? Oh. Only, if, only if you can get Sean on there to talk about Baby Yoda. That's it. Oh. Fucking Baby Yoda. That asshole last episode of that shit, man, made me fall in love with that little fucking asshole. I, I want know, a fucking right? Baby Yoda as a fucking Christmas present now. It pisses me off. And it has to, like, move. It's got to be, like, one of those little animatronic bitches. Well, I don't care about that. I want a stuffed oh, one I so do. I can fucking snuggle with it when I'm going to bed, dude. <laughs> okay, both then. I want one that's like roaming around my house. Trying to keep oh, chasing no. my cat around. That little fucker, it it was really cute though when he kept getting out of the uh of the <laughs> of the crib thing to try to heal the, the Mandalorian. That was so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so but, speaking um, of Star Wars, on SEN Live, they while they were talking about this episode, they were doing all these cute little Star Warsy transitions Fuck on... you. Yes. No. Yes. They were so though. cute. No, they were they so were not. cute. Yes, they, they were. They were garbage. Why are you hating on them? Because they were garbage. Why garbage. are they garbage? Because I did not like the way that they looked going from It's different when you're going from like a one scene to another scene in a movie and and doing that swipe transition. But it's different switching... when you're going from outer space to Bespin. Yeah, that too. But they're switching from <laughs> one camera to the next just to show the next person and that there's like a lag because of it and they do quick cuts. And so like it would transition slide and then they would quick cut back and it would transition. It just, it really got on my nerves. I couldn't stand it. I'm glad oh, it, it only so lasted. I'm glad it only lasted during the Dude, Star Wars. I'll talk. be honest. I didn't even notice. I really <laughs> didn't even notice. I did until you put it in the notes. And, I didn't have a clue what the and fuck of course, you were talking it was about. Like one of the, one of the few times that I actually like watched the show instead of listened to it. So I actually saw it. Yeah, Cause, yeah, because usually I'm I'm a podcast listener, so right, right, yeah. Well, I noticed it, and I I even put it in my own little personal notes, and then <laughs> and I was like, oh, these cute little transitions, and then I saw that you had put in our public notes, oh, those stupid transitions or whatever it was, and I'm like, no. <laughs> so so you grilled me on it. Why did you like them so much then? Because it was right in theme with what they were talking about. If they did it all the time, it'd be annoying, but they were talking about Star Wars. I think it was too on the nose. I don't know. I wasn't okay, kidding. well, here's the thing. I find the actual transitions in Star Wars to be sort of cheesy, so... But, well, they definitely are, and I mean, that's from... The, they're from the fucking 70s, so it makes sense that they're kind of cheesy. They didn't more cheesy in the 70s, Yeah, but they though. still do exactly. those. Exactly. They still yeah, do well, them. Is it Star Wars? You know, it's Star Wars, and those are movies. And it's not just a couple of people talking back and forth. Hmm. <laughs> well, I think they're cute. I thought it was adorable. I don't know that's if that's cool. the word I would use for a transition. But I also but... thought that... Okay, so I've been in an adorable mood because Kaiser was just so adorable. 
Did you just want to pinch his little cheeks? I did! Pinch his cheeky leakies and rub his beard! I'm definitely going to tag Kaiser for this episode. Please do! (laughs) I hope he talks to me. it it was it really was. I was surprised, um, and I shouldn't say surprised when, when because again, I don't outside of Schmodown, miss these people. I don't know how they are, but um, so surprised isn't the. Uh, I was delighted. Um, uh, Katie Sackhoff has got me on the on the kick of using the word delightful, and damn it, Kaiser was also delightful. Um, yes, he was. He was adorable. I would love to talk baseball with him. I just absolutely love to. That yeah, would we be learned so, so much awesome about him. to hear his story, some of his stories about traveling around with his dad and shit. Man, that would be so great. I mean, because I mean, you got to okay. come on the show and talk baseball. Yeah. Grades. Oh, yeah. dude, the, the Reds are my the Reds are my fucking team, dude. Because I'm from I'm from Ohio. I'm from outside of Dayton, so you know Cincinnati, dude. Cincinnati Redlegs, my motherfucking team, dude. Um, and. It just, it's so awesome, dude, when he mentioned Ken Griffey Jr., dude. I'm like, holy shit, because Ken, Ken Griffey Sr. was a part of the Big Red Machine when they when they won, I think it was three years straight, they won the pennant in the 80s for the Reds. Then Ken Griffey Jr. famously played for the Mariners, but he did come back to Cincy, and he played for us for, for uh, at least three years or so. And, and so that, and I just, oh, I was so blown away. I saw, I saw Griffey Jr. play uh, at Synergy Field down in Cincy, like his third or fourth game with us, dude. And I've got a Griffey Jr. jersey and all that. So like when he started talking about the baseball and traveling around with his dad and then he dropped Griffey Jr., I was like, dude, oh, I want to talk to him about baseball, man. That would be so fun. All right. You totally lost me somewhere in there. <laughs> and I started, It's all baseball stuff. Yeah, I started looking at all of Darren's uh, uh like collectible cards that are mm. sitting here cuz yeah, I got distracted. Um Does he have a Ken Griffey Jr. there? He doesn't really do baseball. He has tons and tons of football cards and then this random stack was just some Star Wars collectible cards that he had ordered. Um, for us to open. So I was just looking at them. Because I was boring you with baseball talk. Yeah. I'd <laughs> yeah. rather watch paint dry than watch baseball. That's when you, that would have been the, the ideal time to mute me as opposed to when I dropped that <laughs> really awesome Game of Thrones Daenerys uh, <laughs> reference at the beginning of the show. I can't that wait to listen back to this episode and hear that because I know, I, it was so good, dude. It was so look, solid. I did think I found a button where I can actually like uh, mute you completely. Oh, please don't! <laughs> <laughs> as long as long as you stay out of the gutter, we'll be fine. Um, and welcome to the Kalen uh, Show here on SEN. <laughs> But uh, one of the well, what, getting into some more silliness and just moments from the week. Uh, lots of you know some Thanksgiving talk. Obviously, the reason why uh, SEN Live only did half a week um, is because Thanksgiving tomorrow again here in the states. Sorry, you Canada folks got screwed. British folks and Aussies, you got screwed. But uh, but but we got a we got a holiday here. And uh, what is you guys' favorite Thanksgiving food? Hmm. I think for me, it's actually as a leftover, and it's making cold turkey sandwiches with the leftover oh. turkey. 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, just, just slap a little mashed good. potato and some stuffing right into that sandwich. Good to go. Well, I don't know about that, but the turkey oh, is good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but, I'm... but if you're just going turkey, slap a little Miracle Whip on that bad boy. Done. What? Yeah. Got to that little bit of tang to it. Oh. Miracle Whip. Whip. Oh. Whip I'm... cream. Uh, Whip. I'm I'm a little um uh, Whip it into shape. Oh god. Whip Whip it good. Wheaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best. Will Wheaten. Will Wheaten. Will Wheaten. No, Will does not have the H in it. I so know, but he still will. says it. He still way. says it that way. It's funny. Who? Who's he? It's from Family Guy. From Family Guy. I knew about the wheat thins, but I didn't know about Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it all started with the Cool Whip, but he yeah, always cool pronounced whip. it Whip. Cool Whip, okay. Brian. Whip. It's whip. Cool Whip, Brian. <laughs> oh, man. That reminds me, next dog I get, if if it happens to be a male, um, I'm going to name it Not Brian. And the reason for that, when people go, people go, what's your dog's name? And I'll be like, not Brian. And they'll be like, okay, if it's okay, so what's its name? And I'll be like, we'll have a who's first, who's on first thing going. I'll be like, not Brian. Like his name is not Brian is his name. And I'd call him not Brian for short. But the reason for it would be people would be like, well, why is your dog named that? And I'll be like, because you know, Brian from Family Guy. And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like. My dog don't talk, he don't walk, and he don't drink or write. He is right, not does Brian. Walk. Okay, he well, doesn't not walk on two like, feet like you're a human. All technical now, Galen. I know you're getting okay. too technical here. I'm, I apologize. Um, my favorite Thanksgiving food is a very non-traditional Thanksgiving food, which is something my mother-in-law makes, which is like uh, sweet potatoes and onions and bell peppers, uh, all cut up in a dish with uh seasonings like cayenne pepper salt um some oil and you bake it and then you put some spicy sausage over it and broil it and everything gets all spicy and yummy and good and it's Mm. so good and then my mom has started making it and so i'm gonna eat some of that tomorrow and do you add the mulligan to it the sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I guess we could, that was good. I guess we could call it the sweet potatoes mulligan since we don't have a name for it. See, there you go. Um, I so they keep talking about tuna mac. Yes. I hate That's... mac and cheese. Oh, oh yes. I think yeah, I don't understand that. And I don't like tuna unless I make tuna salad myself. Like I will not. And I even then have to really want it. I don't really like it very often. So they just keep talking about tuna mac, and it just makes me want to throw up. Let's see, as, yeah, a, as a poor kid, tuna mac I is mean, a staple. Oh, ugh. Uh, you can I get mean, a can of tuna super cheap. You can get a box of mac super cheap. Boom. Dude, it's I'll just say it. Well, first of all, my my favorite Thanksgiving food is the turkey. I don't give a shit about anything else. <laughs> I just want the fucking meat. Um... And then, but as far as the tuna and mac and cheese, I'll, I'll just, dude, I love mac and cheese, but nothing is good in mac and cheese. Tuna, beef, nothing, dude. Just straight no, mac and cheese is the only way to go. I put all kinds of stuff in my mac and cheese. Chicken. Do you, do you crunch up, uh, do you grind up uh, Doritos and mix them in? 
I have not done that, but hey, I wouldn't be opposed to trying it. <laughs> you know what's really good? A ham and cheese it sandwich. Ham and, ham and cheese it? Yeah, you no. put cheese its on uh and ham on two slices of bread, and that's Take it. Take the cheese its off and put some Doritos on that bad boy, then sure. Uh cheese its are more cheesy. See, I used to I used to do bologna in, in Doritos. Because we were mm. poor, so bologna was the meat that you buy. Can't you can't, can't spend six bucks a pound on ham, but you can spend two bucks a pound on some bologna. <laughs> I, I've never eaten bologna in my life. Oh, ate it all the time when I was a kid. I loved it, yep. and then the older I got, the more disgusted I was with it. <laughs> there's only one brand that I, I will. There's only one brand that I will eat now, and that's the the Wonder Bar. I won't. I won't get any of the other. They just don't taste right. Hmm. Yeah, mm, I don't even. Okay, Ugh, so she I won't eat tuna. Like... She won't eat mac and cheese. She won't eat bologna. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I won't eat a lot of things. I'm very picky about food. Oh, me too. Me too. Oh. Very picky. Oh. But I'll eat chicken every fucking day of of my life. I would prefer that it would be prepared differently each day to change it up. But I could eat chicken every fucking day of my life. I mean, just chicken. Every do you ever? Day. Do you ever fix that chicken in a cast iron skillet? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, when you I have do my a cast chicken, iron skillet. Yes, I do. Damn it, I actually do. But when <laughs> I do my chicken, I either do uh, I do a barbecue chicken in the crock pot, or I do uh, Italian marinated chicken, and I just bake it in the oven. But um, the I'm not I'm not really. I'm not really big on cooking. I'm just, I'm too scared to fuck shit up, to be honest. Like, hamburger, I've, I have never once in my life successfully fried a hamburger. Just um, get a foreman grill. I, I tell you. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. Change life. That's what I've heard. They're so easy. But, but I, I do have a friend, she's a southern type, and she time. cooks in a cast iron grill, um, or a cast iron skillet, and, uh, she did, and she does, you know, like fries the fucking chicken and shit in it and all kinds of shit, dude. Yeah. Well, I use mine to make cornbread. And so the key to a good cornbread is you have to use a cast iron skillet. And what you have to do is you have to put the oil in the skillet and put the skillet in the oven while the oven's preheating while you mix everything together so the oil heats up and then you pour the the hot oil in your batter mix it all up pour it back in the skillet and it's already cooking before it even gets in the oven and it gets super crispy it is interesting yeah um some people even start a cornbread like on stovetop like they start it there and then put it in the oven to get it crispy um speaking of cornbread so do do y'all, where you live, eat stuffing or dressing? See, neither. Okay, so here's the thing. I call it stuffing. I understand the Personally. difference. Stuffing is technically when it's in the bird. Dressing is when it's not. No, 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 but no. That's stuffing, what Food Network tells me, so that's what I go with. And stuffing I is call it stuffing bread no crumb. What. Well, stuffing, well, I, I don't mean stuffed in the bird. I mean, is it? breadcrumb based or is it cornbread based oh that i don't know i i, I just buy box i don't make it i just if so i mean you, i know i know you can buy like th- they have stofers and it says cornbread stuffing i don't think of it i think i usually just get like the 
herb one or whatever. So it's yeah, probably it's, the breadcrumb base. So yeah, yeah with the marijuana stuff. all up in it and shit, man. Because <laughs> God knows you need a fucking buzz on Thanksgiving with family. Family. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> d- down here, nobody makes stuffing. People make dressing. So it's the same concept, but it's cornbread base you make a cornbread and then you take the cornbread and add you know mush it up and add all the stuff to it so so down south is dressing mean that it's cornbread based yeah that's what it means um and you don't put it in the bird you you know it's like in a you know it's a dish all all its own um and also, everybody like deep fries their turkey, so you can't stuff it with anything anyway. <laughs> um, Don't set your freaking garage on fire. Oh, I know. There's okay. some great videos of that. <laughs> okay, that doesn't happen down here because people know how to fry shit outside. <laughs> and people, I mean, because oh we also God. like boil crawfish and crabs and shrimp and everything all yeah. During that season, and that's all done outside because yeah. it stinks to high heaven if you do it inside. And so, so you're used to cooking stuff like that outside. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't personally, but I also, you know, can't operate a grill. So um, I'm gonna have to go down there and visit you guys sometime and have some <laughs> of this kick-ass food you're talking about. <laughs> uh, my mom's boyfriend even has a an entire little separate thing from his house that's like one of those old-fashioned like outdoor stoves but like ovens you know it's like it's like a grill but it's like a totally built in uh bricked in thing and they cook and cook and cook and have people over and oh my god just the food that they can cook out there because it's massive Hmm. I'm like, fucking hungry now. I know. <laughs> well, it, that's perfect because tomorrow is Thanksgiving. It's yeah. true. Yeah, and I don't do anything for Thanksgiving, so I won't get any good food. Well, that sucks. I'm just. I'm not big on holiday. I have. I have bad. I have severe uh, anxiety, and I'm not. And I just. I have a hard time getting out of my house very much, to be honest. And I don't like being around a lot of people, even. It, even my family, I don't, I don't like doing family functions and stuff. And when I do go, I don't stay for long. It's just enough to say hi to everybody. And I just, I, I have, I've been absent from family functions for the most part for about the last probably fifteen years. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Mess goes. you up more than anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they know where to press your buttons. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and boy, that schmobot knows how to push Ellis's fucking buttons, oh. don't he? <laughs> that so was I'm, so funny. So today, today being Wednesday, the schmobot was pretty behaved. But yeah, surprisingly, for the for the most part, I've been very over the schmobot this week. <laughs> like, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of the schlongs. I'm sick of the yeah. just just stupidity i'm kind of hoping that this kind of long like a little break here for for the holiday will maybe kind of push away some of the schlong talk out of people's minds and uh yeah get some different stuff from the schmobot yes it it it, it's getting real old real fast and It, it was like when people would do the like i i i i like all the time the first like week or so and then that died yeah. off, and now that's this, and so hopefully this will help make that die off. Yeah, 
Now there was I, the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. There was the person who gave them a thousand dollars. Yeah, that was oh, awesome. Jesus. I mean, he you want to give you want to give a thousand dollars? You can say schlong all day long. I don't yeah, care. you can. Yeah, say that whatever was that Anthony want. Nugent from yeah. uh, Australia. Was it or was it the why person? Well, I I I know that Anthony did yesterday. I believe dropped it. I, either yesterday or Monday. He dropped a thousand on there, and I was just like, Ooh. "Holy shit!" Damn. Yeah, they're yeah. they're getting some some income. Yeah, yeah. It, which is great. I mean, it's great that the fans can support like that, man. I mean, I, hell, I wish I could, I but know. I, I, you know, but it's great that people can and that they do. It's it's, it's amazing, dude. It's mind blowing. Yeah. It is. And then me and Darren sat here today and <laughs> went back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> All three funny. of you got, got on yeah. the show today. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, well, speaking of, uh, well, I wanted to say this uh, on the, uh, about the Schmobot and the, the schlong and shit. It is getting way overused. It, it's past overused. It's, it, it is getting a little old. It's funny from time to time if worded right and done in a good way. But overall, it's, it's, it's a little overused. And Christian, I would really appreciate it if, if maybe we could – Cut back on the schlong stuff. Anything we can do here at Essie and Afterlife to uh, to not give Kalen ammo to start bringing up all this dirty sex gutter <laughs> talk. Excuse you. It, it makes Excuse me feel uncomfortable. You. It uh, it makes me feel oh, like oh, I mean oh, I almost um, called her out on Twitter with the hashtag Me Too stuff, dude. Um, so you know, I just I, I am. It would be nice if that would clear up a little bit, and then maybe we could get back on track. I'm going to mute. You. <laughs> I am going to mute you. Did it mute him? Is he muted? I think you muted him. Ah, I muted him. <laughs> I muted him. He's muted, and he probably doesn't know how to unmute because he probably doesn't know how to mute. Ha 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 ha. He's muted. No. Game set match. I will unmute him after I make my point, which is <laughs> he is the one who goes way too deep and dirty. Way, way, way too much. I mean, last time, last episode, I was trying to have a clean, clear, nice, wonderful episode. But no, no, no. He had to uh, talk about dick bibs. It's true. The episode before, we know way too much about his sexual preferences. So... I like to make a joke from here to there, but he has to just go way too far with it. So I will unmute him now. Let's see if I can figure out how. Can you talk now, Jay Wade? Kaylin, where can the folks find you at? Well, who cares? <laughs> Josh, where can the folks find you? <laughs> I'm just, hey, man, you say what you will. I mean, and I can't say anything because you know how to mute me, and I have no fucking clue how to mute you. So you have the upper hand here. Touche. <laughs> well, um, since I pissed off uh, the host of Jay Wade, I guess this is my last episode, so I guess I need to say my goodbyes. It's been nice <laughs> knowing all of you. I was thankful. You, do you realize you just muted yourself? I didn't mute myself. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Hey, guess what? I figured it out too. <gasps> you oh, Josh muted you. <laughs>
me. Okay, this is this is a fun thing here. This is a fun thing here. Um, hopefully, hopefully, Sean and Mike do not listen to this episode, <laughs> and Sarah does, and then she can figure out how to mute them and fuck with them. That would be great. That would be great. Oh, uh, so what did y'all miss me saying? Uh, you just no. It was like uh, host of, and then it cut out, and then Jay Wade, and then that was I don't know what you said in between there. Oh, literally two seconds. What I said was, since I've pissed you off, I guess this is my last show. No, you haven't pissed me <laughs> off. You you are far too fun and far too too delightful. Uh, delightful is the word of the week. Uh, I'm you're delightful, Kaylin. Yes, absolutely. My word and, of the week has been lovely. Well, when I was watching your uh, multiplex match, um, I mean, obviously, I've I've seen a picture of you, but I've never actually seen you like on video or anything. And yeah, uh, same for me. Yeah, your facial expressions were fucking amazing. <laughs> yes, they and, were. And um, there was this one—I can't remember what the question was, but they asked you a question. And you, you were like, your mouth was kind of open and you were looking around to the sides with this look on your face like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and so now when I saw that and now when you talk at certain question? moments, I can envision what your facial expressions are while we're recording this show now. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, I have no poker face. They None whatsoever. Some rough Disney questions. Yes. Oh my god, what the fuck is Melody Time? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yeah. They, I th- I didn't get any of those questions. And I, I like to think that Disney is a decent strength of mine. Nah. I didn't no. get a single one of those goddamn questions. I was no, sitting I, there, I'm like, Disney, man, Kaylin's gonna fucking wipe up, dude. Yeah. And I, the only one I knew was, can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, because... I picked the wrong song during that. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I Circle of Life is the only song I've listened to, so that's the one I was voting for. It was the that's only true. one I knew. <laughs> um, and I would like to thank my ex-boyfriend for taking me to see Iron Man in 2008. That's why I knew that Iron Man was released in 2008. Yep. Because that's <laughs> really he was good for something. <laughs> he, you know, given all the really crappy crappy movies he made me watch that was the only one that i walked out of the theater and was like that was actually good (laughs) so it stuck with me all these years and yeah so i was like when that question came up i'm like i know what year this was it could have only been one year (laughs) so i was happy for that question but yeah that that was so much fun but yes, I have no poker face. Like someone like Ben Bateman or Andrew Guy would just destroy me because oh, yeah. they would be able to read everything on my face. Man, um, speaking of reading, it, it, who who's going to read Ben the 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 Riot Act for being a fucking bagel thief, dude? <laughs> God, dude, I've been going back and forth with him on Twitter. Oh, man. Uh, did you ask him if he went back and paid for it like he said he was going to? Oh, he, he put out a tweet of, like, uh, him at the the the, the play, the, the big coffee shop or whatever, uh, with, like, a copy of his receipt. And so, so, like, he paid, so he went and paid for it or whatever. And I'm like, how do we know that that is your receipt? We don't know. I said, I'm not buying that, just like you didn't buy that bagel. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Yeah, oh he's he's a, he's a good he's a, he's a cool dude. I like him. 
Yeah, I I really like. I've never heard of him until Sen Live, and I really oh, okay. enjoy him. And he's he's yeah, he a does really- he does a podcast with one of uh, one of the other uh, like reviewers that I talk to back and forth. Uh, her name's Ashley. She's uh, the Movie Oracle on on Twitter. Yeah, uh, yeah, they I do a pod. Yeah, they do a podcast together. So oh, that's sweet. how I that's how I first uh, kind of like learned about him. So. Well, he's yeah. just such a natural, and he's yeah. he's funny. But all you know, like he's he's just he doesn't need any yeah. help figuring this out. He's got it down pat. Yeah. Um. I will say though, I could tell just a difference in the energy when Kate is not there. Yeah. It it yes. she is so much of the comedy. Oh my and god! Yeah. Today's show. Oh, oh my god! It was said, the funniest show. It now, was all. It, yeah. I mean, granted, it's only been now, on for what four weeks now. Yes, my favorite crew, one. hands down. Yeah, uh, she said my least favorite word several times today, but I'll forgive <laughs> her for that. Oh, Everyone has a flaw. Don't yep. say it. Don't say it. Don't I say won't. it. I A or I P and A P. I A. What's I A? I was going to ask what's uh, what's your favorite P. The International I-A-P. ass, baby, I-A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, they, they were cracking me up. Oh, my yeah. God. I was just dying laughing today. Um, it was so funny. And yeah, I love that. It was just that. nonstop. I love that, yeah. Darren. <laughs> had to tell them that I have the best husband ever. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Pookie, and then he said, "I want Kate to know that she is the bee's knees." And at that moment, she said, "Yep, that's Pookie, because that's what yep. he made me tell her that when we interviewed her was make awesome. sure she knows she's the bee's knees." Yeah. And I love that saying too. So when so when I heard that, I was like, "Yeah, dude, I love that saying." <laughs> I, the tops I'll be totally and bee's knees are great. I was like, "Is this really just Kaylin?" Type no message out. <laughs> no, and I told him I'm like we're sitting here both spending our money on this. Hey, why not, right? Oh, <laughs> instead of all talking it takes like is a dollar. each other. Yeah, That's well, true. I I usually just go the dollar route because I don't know how many of them I'm gonna send in, so right. you know I let it pile up. But today I did three dollars, so Ooh. I went. I have three dollars in my checking account. Okay, <laughs> the, the the our plug that I did for Katie Sackoff interview, I put yeah. in two bucks because I didn't want to be a cheap asshole, <laughs> and then. And then Kaylin had to go and call me out and, and, and try to blame me for things that go on here. So then I was like, well, there goes my third dollar. Now I have literally, I have one cent in my bank account now. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> it was fun, though, Caitlin, having that little back and forth with you through them on the show. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. But he told, uh, Christian totally agreed with me and said, I am an angel and you are the devil. He did and not say that. He didn't I, actually I he necessarily did. agree with you. No, hold on. There, there are two <laughs> different things going on here. There's, there's whether or not, I, I think what he was agreeing to or, or saying is that Perhaps I maybe went a little too far, okay? Uh, you but think? The, okay, and, and and I won't deny that. Okay, I won't deny that. You got me. But what? But what we've been talking about isn't how far I've gone. It's who's brought it up. 
<laughs> that is um, you. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, I have gone too far, but I have gone too far after you have opened the door. <sighs> I don't know if that's always the case. Maybe I not always, but I certainly you know. don't help. But <laughs> but that's what makes this show awesome. I don't think they have these sorts of things going on in the Collider Afterlife crew. No, no I'm I can sure tell they you don't. That, I can tell you that for a fact, as I am the one who edits that show. They do not. They're more respectable than us. <laughs> I mean, if you think, if you think about it, like the way that they do the show over there, it's really set up more like Collider Live. It's a bit more structured and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, Sarah yeah. gets them out on a pretty strict, like, boom, hour and a half. They they haven't gone over that time since she took over. Um, and yeah, I, I'm going to have to ask her how she does that. Is a hell of a lot more like SEN Live, going yeah. over time, getting crazy. And that's what oh. I love about the two shows. Yeah. And and I absolutely love doing this show with you, Caitlin. Absolutely love it. And I love Josh that you've been able to be on with us as much yeah, as you too. have so far. It's, it's a hell it's of a great. fucking time. Yeah. And and nothing I ever say here, I'm not trying to cross a line. I'm not trying to to if, uh uh maybe not offend anyone, but uh, that offense isn't the right word, but like put anyone off. That's never my aim or my goal. So I just want to put that out there right now. And so, yeah. And I also like that, Kaylin, that you put that you keep me in check, too. I need that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you did an excellent job today of being respectable human beings, except for muting each other. (laughs) Um, Absolutely. But. But, yeah. I don't know. Um. I, we should probably talk more about the actual Essie and Live that we're supposed to be recapping. Um. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is one of the things I like about you. Just okay, yeah, screw you. Let's get back on track here now. <laughs> I'm being yeah. Christian. It's <laughs> great. I'm bored. It. Let's move on. Um. So uh, Kaiser, who is so adorable, so cute. Oh, he's so adorable. Um. Christian and him got talking about fights, getting into fights. And so I was wondering, have either of you ever gotten into an actual fight? Two in my life, if you don't count me slapping my brother in the face. Oh, that nut doesn't count. <laughs> uh, the first one was in, I think it was sixth grade. Uh, coming, go, going into gym class, kid like shoved me into a locker. And then so after gym, I was like, "Not I, this ain't going to stand, and we just beat the shit out of each other in, in the middle of the locker room. Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was a good time. We both got uh, suspended for like three days. And like I said, this is sixth grade, so I mean, we're like 12, 13, something like that. Yeah. 11. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Very possible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then uh, another time – I. I hung out with a little bit of a rougher crew back then, and uh, I got we got into this kind of scrape where we jumped a couple kids, and it, just, it was just this big brawl. And after that, yep. I was like, I, I, I ain't doing this shit. I'm out of there. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Yeah, so, I. Yeah. Um, I don't. Well, okay, I've been in I've been in one fight where like I was actually fighting back and not just like 
I got hit or something and I didn't hit back. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've been I've been hit a few times and I didn't do nothing back. Well, one of them I started laughing and I said, "You hit like a bitch." And then he <laughs> hit me again about two weeks later at a party and I felt that fucking one. Um, uh, but he's then probably, uh, he's probably like working out. Bench pressing. Oh, he's a big. I don't know, dude. I tell you what, I don't. You talk about. You know, I hung with rough crowds too. Now, this dude that hit me before he hit me, and I told him he hit like a bitch. Okay, (laughs) before this, I was at a party and saw this dude hit a motherfucker over the head with a brick. Oh Jesus! And and I stood there and told this dude he hits like a bitch, you know. And then, like I said, two weeks later at a party, he showed me how hard a bitch hits, and it hurt, dude. I was like, "Fuck, dude!" But um, well, I've been in one fight new, where I actually right swung there. back, but uh, the uh, the dude, I fucked that up. I took my eyes off of him, and he fucking sucker punched me in the nose. I had blood in my eyes. So all of my swings were just wild swings, you know. I couldn't see shit. So uh, that that's the only couple fight, or that's the only actual me fighting back fight I've ever been in. I'd, I've just never, if people hit me, if it don't hurt or anything, then I really don't give a shit, to be honest. I it, it, just like getting hit doesn't make me mad enough to swing back at somebody. And this fight where I was, I actually called this, when I got my ass kicked by this dude, I actually called him out in the fight. Uh, that stupid fucking standing up for, for a chick. He was fucking groping on, on a chick that we were friends with at the pool. And I fucking called him out to fight him over it and fucking, yep, got the shit kicked out of me. Dang. That's how it goes. Well, at least yeah. it's for a good cause. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yep. Except, you, except the girl. The girl was my was one of my buddy's sisters, and he was at the fight, and he <laughs> didn't. He didn't he anything. did not give a shit that this dude was groping up on his sister. I was the one that fucking fought over it. You know, he was at the fight. He was with me when I called him out. He was with me when we went back and met him. He was with me through the whole fucking thing. He took me back to his house, cleaned up my face, wiped the blood out of my eyes, and never said a fucking word that I that I'd fought over his sister, standing up for his sister. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I mean, I don't care, but you know, whatever. Whatever. Although he did say one thing about that. Well, not about that, but a couple, maybe a week later, after I was you know healed up a little bit. It was just me and him, and he looks at me serious as shit, dude. He just go, he go, and he had a little bit of punch in his voice, and he goes, "Hey, don't try to fuck my sister." <laughs> and that was all he said. And I was like, "Like, dude, like, I mean, I wasn't trying to at all. It was just that was my buddy's little sister." And I was like, "Somebody's got to fucking stand up for." Her. But that was the only thing he ever said about all of that was about a week later he told me not to try to get with his sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Kaylin, dude. how many chicks' asses have you kicked? So men are different than women, apparently. That's what I'm learning here. Um, I, I've never gotten in a real fight. Um, when I was in seventh grade, me and this girl uh didn't really get along didn't really like each other and at the end of gym class got into like a slap fight basically and both went home told our parents our parents end up calling each other the whole nine yards and then she and i the next day became like best friends 
and we've been friends ever since. Wow. I don't know why. That's just how girls roll. Slapped yourself into a friendship. I like it. We did. We did. It was was pretty funny. Uh, That's the closest I've ever come to getting into a fight. Uh, See, but what girls do is, instead of you know, asserting some sort of physical strength over one another. We just talk shit about each other. So, yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of that with chicks for sure. Um, I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you are. (laughs) Excuse Uh, you. No, I'm being serious. I can imagine you being good at talking shit to chicks. I'm for real. Like, I bet you are, man. Uh, I I didn't mean that. No, like, dude, Simmer down, man. Don't kick my ass. <laughs> Simmer down now. Well, I'm all riled up. Riled up. I uh, am yeah. riled up. You know, I, when you said about becoming friends, I, when I first moved up here from Texas, it was in like fourth grade or some shit. I wasn't very well liked, but one of the uh, a dude ended up busting my fucking lip open like two days before school pictures, man. Um and, and we ended up becoming friends later on after that in high school and shit and hung out a lot. But I remembered when I was in high school, I had asked him, I was like, dude, remember when, you, you know, when you busted my lip open by the buses? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, why did you do that? I'm like, I mean, I know that we didn't like each other and we were arguing, but I'm like, like, why did you know, why did you fucking hit me? And he just goes, you stepped on my toes. And I remember my first thing I said, I, I thought of it literally. I was like, dude, I never fucking touched you. For weeks, I had that in my mind until it hit me. No, I was being a mouthy fucking bitch to him. I was stepping on his toes and he fucking popped me. And I was like, okay, I get it now. I, I was stepping on his toes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was is- not a good picture year. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Uh, <sighs> um well, I think we'll go ahead and uh we'll just go ahead and wrap it up right there, guys. It's, it had a hell of a show this week and uh oh, yeah. yeah, uh hell of an episode for us. Um hell of a lot of fun too. Um fuck man, I don't know. I kinda don't want to stop talking, but other than making things up, there's nothing really to talk about that had anything to do with SEN Live. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh, but hey, it's we got a great weekend coming up with the holidays and everything, so it'll be nice uh, for for everybody to get going on that. Um, so yeah, let's just wrap this up right now. And uh, Kaylin, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? They can find me on Twitter at Kaylin Rose seven one five. That's K A L Y N R O S E seven one five. All right, and Josh the Merc Rainer, where where can they find you at, buddy? You can find me on Twitter at jprainer. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R. Also, check out my other site, DC Comics News. That's at DC Comics News on all the social media platforms. I run that site over there. So if you're a big DC fan, definitely check us out. Yes. And uh, you can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E, 1134. You can also uh, follow Merck with a movie blog uh, on Twitter at movieblogmerk. Check out the website, MerkWithAMovieBlog.com. Uh, and you can find this show as well as a few others. Uh, some good shit we're doing here, having a lot of fun. You can find those on your Merk with a Movie Blog feed on uh, all your podcasting platforms, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify. Anchor is a place that I would recommend you go. And uh, also, we've just started putting all these shows up on our YouTube channel as well, Merk with a Movie Blog on YouTube. Go there and check them out, too, if that's your jam. 
thank you guys so much for, uh, and this is to you and Kaylin. Thank you guys so much for, for this night. Uh, I've had a blast with you guys. So, uh, thanks for the fun this week. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I, awesome. I love coming on and talking to you guys. It's great. Yeah. Really enjoy it. And, uh, to all you listeners, have a great safe holiday weekend and, uh, we will see you here next week, but, uh, be safe out there guys. Bye. Bye. Catch you later.